millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. All right, guys, two good games on for your Friday night. If you're a Panthers fan or if you like footy in the, in the Parrot and the Roosters game. And a lot happened in both in, in a lot of different ways. So we'll, uh, we'll chat through those there. But on the Panthers side, 48 nil to the Sharks. Does anyone else think since Johnson's comes back, the team has been terrible? <laughs> Which is strange because we thought they'd go to a new height with him. And, and, you know, with how good Townsend was over the first bunch of rounds, they, did, they still only did win two games out of that sort of, what, six with... Um, with him at the helm, so not not incredible. They did have a bunch of close games. They should have probably won that game against the Roosters, but then uh, Townsend getting dropped last night, you know, getting getting benched for, for Moylan as they you know, bring on for the half to try and change it up. So fair enough in that sense in terms of they wanted a bit more flair, which Townsend doesn't have as much, but what a fall from grace for for, for the Sharks, I think. Um, but we, we move on to, to our scorers, and, and clear with 88, just another, another perfect game without doing anything too crazy. One try assist and, and you're a half and get 88. He's he can he's incredible. He doesn't even have to do a lot in a game, and and be be amazing. When when you run for 144 meters as a half, good things happen. You see, he gets the odd try assist. He gets a couple of tackle breaks, but you know you, you're running for 144 meters, so you're actually getting involved in the early plays in a set, and then you're kicking at the end. So the, the points he gets from that is is incredible. And being a goal kicker, kicker in a good team is going to be great too. So. Welcome back to him. It has a 90 average over nine games. Well, eight for him, which is absolutely incredible. 1.122 million. And, and he's going to be pretty much holding that this week with about a 90 break even, I believe he had. So crazy stuff. Fisher Harris, we spoke about in the people's squad this week. And of course, he crashes over for an amazing try at the start of the game. He was running the ball so hard. Um, and I think he just broke them down after the first sort of 10 minutes there. So Went on for Fish, and I, they decided to give him a rest this week. So for him to get 68 in 36 minutes is absolute fire. So what on if you what on if you picked him up? He won't be getting those minutes uh, going forward. It was interesting interesting to see what they what they did, and they said that they were going to play Spencer Lanyu big minutes in New South Wales Cup. So something to think about for him is is that he's going to play a big minute role in that round 13. Is is my assumption that that will happen with with a few guys being out? Maybe it's Isaiah Yo, maybe it's yeah, whoever they got out, I just imagine that 
they're slowly going to build him up to a bigger minute role in some certain weeks. And you can see Fisher-Harris, they dropped him down this week because he's been working really hard playing you know, close to 60 minutes a game. With them winning so many games, you can do that with their forwards. I think it's a really smart option if they can stagger their minutes. Like they played, you know, Laney's been playing 17, 20 minutes a game and then Sorensen comes on and plays 40 minutes this game. So, you know, why couldn't that be Spencer? Of course, but something to think about. That's what's going to happen over the next bunch of weeks. So I wouldn't be worried about that 36 minutes for future Harris and we'll move on to our next one. And Stephen Crichton had a, had a really, really strong game and, and this was much better to see from him that he was just so much, so much more involved in the game than, than what you see uh, on a general basis, 12 tackles is pretty normal. 150 metres is great, but obviously a try, two try assists, line break, a couple of line break assists. So a perfect game on his part. 66, if you picked him up, you're really happy. What you're going to look at is that average there at 38. And a lot of people are like, oh, well, is he a keeper? And I, I would say no, he's not. He scored so many tries last year, but still averaged around that 38 mark. And, and I think this is the type of play he is, he is until he becomes someone that averages that 150 metres and, and four to five tackle breaks a game. When he can do that, and the attacking stats are on top of that, and he picks up, you know, the odd 50 to 60 to go along with his 30, then he'll be a 40-odd point scorer, but I don't think that's that times here yet. Aiden Tolman played big minutes this week for 61, but not relevant in, t- in fantasy at this stage. You know, he might be someone that, if he can continue to drop price and get around four or 500, and, and there's a bunch of injuries and he gets big minutes, he's someone to think about after, like, round 13, but nothing at the moment. Liam Martin's doing very well the last bunch of weeks. A couple of tries and then, uh, you know, 53 points this game without any, without any try-scoring efforts. So it's good to see him getting some bigger minutes because he's, he's a great player. He deserves it. Unfortunately, they just have three really good second roles at the moment. But I think Martin's someone you can play kind of in the middle and, and drift him off to an edge or, you know, just off the, um, just off the outside of the middle there to, to run a nice line. I think they can use him really strongly through there with kick-out and cable on, on the edges. So I don't know. Well, they'll work it out, obviously. I'm a lot smarter than I am. Leota with 53, and of course his bigger, bigger point-scoring games come uh, later in the year when, when everyone's already moved him on. Capewell with 51 in 54 minutes. So really good work ethic this game. 26 tackles, 3 tackle breaks, 117 metres. So you're really happy with that if you decide to keep him. But I know a bunch of people would have moved him on. At this stage, he's, you know, now that he's come back and played with some rib issues and, and still done well, I think you can keep holding him up until that, you know, Hopefully he doesn't play Origin for if, if you're thinking about picking him up or having him at the moment. Um, but you can work it out. If he plays Origin, you can move him on then. Appy was 49, so really good if you don't own him that his price is going to keep going down for a little bit. If you can pick Appy somewhere in the 600s, then you're absolutely flying. As, he's, as, he, as you can see there, he was an 800k player um, coming into this season. So based on last year's average of, of closer to 60, uh, of 60 pretty much on the dot there. So... A 41.7 average for Appy. You're going to see some, some more price losses. Somewhere in the 600s will be a really good pickup coming close to that buy round. But I'd, I'd still probably hold off a couple of weeks. Charlie Staines, three tries and 49 points. Beautiful. How, how, how bad's he been in, in fantasy, really? Like, yes, his team goes left a lot. But he just doesn't do much. Like, he's not someone that runs the ball. 120 metres was a fair bit, and I think about 40 of that was in the three tries. So... Work ethic isn't amazing in terms of running the ball back and, you know, no tackle breaks in three tries. So pretty similar to Ado Caro, he's six, six tries for one tackle break. So um, this is what can happen with these wingers. And, and this is why we, we try not to pick up too many two wingers on a, in our, you know, our centres, our wing fullbacks, whatever, whatever position they've got there, is that they have to do some special things to score really well. And even, even the tries doesn't help them too much. You know, three tries, if he only got one try, he picks up a 25 or something, really, so... Um, keep that in mind if you're ever thinking about picking up these outside back 
cheapies or keepers or whatever. Like, you know, even Nofaluma's and has been an amazing player the last few years, but he's had a bit of a down year, you know, averaging like mid-30s for a 50-point player. So think about that going forward. Um, to, oh, someone interesting. There was a little bit of a down day for him. He still made 309 metres. It's just incredible. But only three tackle breaks, a couple offloads in there. So didn't even have a, a negative stat, but still no no well, limited tackle breaks to what he's normally at is, is the one there. But still 47 as, as your down week with no tries. You take that every day of the week with a 60 average there. Um, it's a bit Braley, not really fantasy relevant at the moment. Kick out 47, again, just sitting around that average, and I expect him to average that for the rest of the year. Isaiah Yeo with 46, you'd expect him to be on the bench, at least for, for Origin, but you know, if someone that's, that's lost 110k, and I think minutes for him are going to sit around that 50-odd at, at a general basis, so he needs to lose a fair bit more cash for me to be interested in picking him up over that Origin period if he doesn't play. Eisenhuth with a try with his 46. Jerome Luai, 45. Again, had a couple of questions about Jerome as to if I you know trade him out or not. Do I move him on to a Moses or a Fogarty or something like that? And, like... Is, it, is trading someone like Luai, if, especially if he doesn't play Origin, is it worth trading someone that's five points less, scoring five points less than um, than Moses or whatever it is? Yeah, this this is a very rage trade kind of move. It's like, yeah, Luai got 45 this week. Moses got 60. We've got to trade him. 15 points difference, beautiful. But if you look at their averages, it's five to seven points maybe. If he plays Origin, then yeah, it's probably it probably becomes worth to trade, but as you lose that sort of 50-odd 50 50 points there. But on a general basis, I wouldn't be thinking about trading these types of players, especially not yet. Like I, don't, I feel like there's more pressing issues in a lot of people's teams than, than Jerome Lewis, that's for sure, because he's playing so well. Uh, we've got Williams, Graham, Edwards, 41. So again, didn't have to do too much. Try assist, four tackle breaks, 180 metres. When, when, when your fullback has that kind of game... Without anything special, you take 41 every day of the week because he's going to have those bigger 70, 80-point scores. And if you haven't picked him up yet, he's probably going to be slightly under 600K, which is going to be great going forward. Burton with 40, if anyone owns him. Johnson, it's going to, his price is going to keep going down, which is great. Sharks have to play better, though, for him to actually score well going forward. Teague Wilson with 22. If you have him, then you probably can't worry too much. Like He played 53 minutes for eight tackles. So he would have come on and, and, and I can't actually, I don't remember where he played. Did he, did he cover Ramian? I'm not sure. Um, that might be why he has limited tackles. But yeah, uh, that lower score, just, just be wary of that. You have made 200K on him and it might be smarter to move him on sooner rather than later as he doesn't play 13. And yeah, if you brought in Ramian, you're pretty upset. You got 13 in 27 minutes, which he was actually playing well. You know, tackle break and, and two offloads. Like in terms of fantasy, he was doing great um, in a team that was getting smashed. But yeah, facial fracture is the possible diagnosis, which could be three to four weeks, according to NRL Physio. Um, so think about that with Ramian. That's really upsetting. And if you had Will Kennedy, he's been great all year, 111K gain. It gets a negative three in 80 minutes. Holy shit. Six missed tackles, two errors there, 29 metres gain. And even, you know, he's got three three kick diffuses and, and, a couple, and two points from kicks and still gets negative three. Wow. Yeah, he's going to be moved on ASAP or he's going to lose a shite load of money. So that's that game there, guys. And we move on to the Eels and the Roosters. And that was obviously a little bit of a better quality game, but we still lose a couple of, have a couple of injuries. And unfortunately, you know, Reed Marnie comes into that list and did get knocked out. So maybe back next week, also may not be. Did get a try assist in that time. So he was, he was doing well. We also lose Hutchison, which looks like possibly a punctured lung, some broken ribs. So... 
Um, I'd imagine we'd lose Dylan Brown for a few weeks, but I think someone posted he got he might be two two uh, two weeks off with the early guilty plea, three if he if he loses. So, um, which makes sense for for that type of thing. It was just I feel like it was very unnecessary. I know it's all it all happens in the in very you know, quick time, but you can't go in with the legs. Obviously, you've got to try and tackle them. So. Um, that's that with D- with Dylan uh, Dylan Brown there, which we'll talk about in a second. But and then obviously Victor Radley going down after nine minutes after getting a, a head knock right into the hip. So a couple of them happening over the weekend, and it's unfortunate, but that uh, is what it is, and that that caused a few things to change across this team. And, and starting with Nat Butcher, and you end up playing the full eighty minutes, but moving into the middle a bit more and, and making seventy tackles. So wow, seventy tackles, six misses, a little bit of everything, a try assist, a try save. 82 points for him. He's someone that, if he could, if he could end up with a, a full 80-minute role in the in the second row for any for any team, whether it's the Roosters or whatever, then he he's always been a great scorer. He's averaging 49 this year, and, and he's not even playing every game. So, uh, sorry, he's not even starting every game or playing big minutes. So, what well on to him? Ikevalu with three tries, and this is kind of what you're looking for instead of Charlie Staines with with 49 in three tries. This guy's actually getting involved. 10 tackle breaks, 180 metres, so doing a lot more. Did have four errors, but still, you know, to score that well in that time. Good stuff to him. Does always play pretty well and score pretty well when he comes in for, for a Morris brother or, whoever, or Tupo or whoever's injured or something. And, and you can see that by his 483k price tag. I wouldn't be thinking about bringing him in as uh, they have their 13 buy and he's never, he's never been a keeper and his spot's always a little bit up for grabs, but that's that one there. And, and someone here that we were looking at, well, I personally was looking at to pick up over the next few weeks was Ryan Madison. He was back to his, back to his absolute best. And that was amazing to see, even though we didn't own him. But you can see why he was, he was priced at 807K coming to the year at over a 60 average. This is the type of games that he has. And he's great in the air. He's got a good offload, makes lots of tackles, runs over 100 metres, gets the try assist. So he was awesome with 70 points there. Mitch Moses with 64, obviously had a field goal in there with five goals, two try assists, 500 kick metres. You're not really going to go wrong if you're having that type of game. And as we've said, if the Eels continue to play really well, then Moses will keep scoring well also. So good work for him. Still a great option, but I wouldn't be looking to trade Luai for him. Uh, I think you get him in another way. Uh, unless you think Luai's playing Origin, then maybe you could do that. But again, not something I'd be targeting. Hargraves with 59 and 64 minutes, so it's good to see him him score well, but yeah, a 37 average is nothing to be excited about going forward. Uh, 50 tackles, one well on team. Dylan Brown with 56, a great score, but looks like he might be out for a few weeks. I doubt that that would get downgraded. So annoying, but could be interesting pick up just before round 13. Isaiah Papali, I'm going to say I'm really, really impressed with him. He was on a very, very low score early in the game. I think 10 just before halftime and ended up round 20-ish at halftime and then picked up 36 in the back half. Which was awesome. Obviously, he did get he did get to play a minutes with Mane going down, which they yeah makes sense. Any of the mid middle to edge forwards are, are going to play some bigger minutes, and he did he did just that and, and got the full eighty. And any time he does that, he just seems to make up the score in some capacity. When when you make thirty tackles, seven seven tackle breaks, some offloads, and one hundred and seventy meters, you're gonna you're gonna score well no matter what happens in the game. So really happy for. Any, anyone that owns him, you, you look at that 56 and you're like, oh, it's under his price. But the way that game played out and the way he was scoring, I think it was a tremendous effort from him and and he could be a proper clear keeper. Yes, he may have got less minutes and then I was hoping, not being a non-owner, that he would get less minutes. But when Mane went down, you, you're like, yeah, he's probably going to play the full 80. So beware of that going forward. Sean Lane did play 13. 
um, in, in Brown's absence, so think about that. Benjamin Marshkey with 69 tackles, and he, he was in the wars all game too. Again, he, uh, I think he was split open in the head and had a shoulder issue as well at some point. So um, good, good on him for playing 80 minutes and getting through that kind of work. That was amazing, 69 tackles. All right, I've been asked, is the Cardi Party back? Should we be looking to bring him into our squad? He's going to be over 500k after this week. As someone coming off the bench, 45 to 50 minutes, I think it's a no. Comes on and literally scores in the first second off a, you know, an easy one and then, and then scores a decent try after that. But it's Cardi, right? This is, he's playing literally as perfect as he can be right now, and he's averaging 47. So if he continues that, he'll make some extra cash, maybe another 100k max, but... He's not someone to pick up. pick up unless he's going to get close to 80 minutes, I think. That's my personal opinion. Sean Lane with 48. Tupo with 48 as well. Decent game for him. Junior Paulo with 46, getting 68 minutes again. But that's the PPM's not enough, unfortunately. If he's getting those minutes, you'd be hoping for it in the 50s for sure, for a middle forward. So, yeah, just not, just not a top-tier option at the moment. You can see that as he's lost 130K. Not playing his best. Fergo with 43. You're happy with that if you own him. Um, as we saw with a, a bunch of players in this game, which haven't, we haven't even got to the really important ones yet. There's a lot of low scores. Talcayaho with 41 in 63 minutes, which is poor. Yeah, he's not kicking goals anymore, but this is kind of what this is what's always happened with him, and this is kind of one of the ones that I've actually been really proud of as as a as an advice giver in this game. Was just everyone was so excited about him. I don't understand why. Um, there you go. You can give me shit about some of the ones I picked, but that one I'm. That one I'm proud of because I stuck strong with that. Stuck strong with that all year, all preseason. Crichton with 36. What do we even say about that one? Just hardly got involved. A couple of demerits, no tackle breaks, no offloads. Just they were down the other side a lot more. Just just not a lot happening, unfortunately. So we top that 36 from him and, and move on. He's been a bit up and down, but when he's up, he's getting in the 70s, and when he's down, it's in the 30s or 40s. It's not good enough. So unfortunate for us that, that yeah, I think it's 20 odd percent of people have him i'd be interesting to see in terms of the uh, percentage in the top 100 top thousand do most people have him that's going to be the question okay so top 190 top thousand 84 and top 5080 so when you look at that it doesn't really affect us too much where if you look at someone like i think tohu was a little bit different for example they had similar percentage of people owning them I think is yeah 19% but if you look at the top thousand and 58% so he really moves the needle if you have Tohu and you're, you're somewhere in that top thousand top five thousand only half the people have him basically so um, something like that really helps whereas you know if you're stressed about a, a player try to look at their ownership percentage and that will that will help you make a decision or or see how you feel and someone like Opacek is is a bit interesting too and we'll have a look at his uh, his percentage ownership too and yeah, when you look at top thousand, eighteen percent of people have him. So me owning him is is he's really important. He's one of those players that's really important each week that they do really well because if they don't, you really fall behind. And that's where someone like Joey Manu, if he goes well, I was smashing it, and he doesn't, it really hurts me. So five hundred k and getting a twenty eight last night, zero point nine percent of people have him in the top one thousand, and I'm one of them. Woo. <laughs> um, but yeah, his twenty eight is going to really hurt me this week in the grand scheme. And you'll see, you might see it. And depending on how the rest of my team goes, but you might see a rank drop just because of that. But thankfully, Oppa with, with 36 there. All right, whoever's owning, whoever owns Oppa, Tedesco, Walker, Manu, who else you got? Mane. Yeah, that's probably about it. You've all, uh, unfortunately, had a really rough second game last night after you know, probably owned, you're probably captain in Cleary. Um, that one really hurts you. Actually, let's check that while we're here, Cleary. 
what his percentage in the top thousand is. So it'll be very interesting to see what that is there. All right, what do you say? So yeah, so there you go. Top thousand, hundred percent of people. Top five thousand, ninety nine point six eight. So yeah, him as captain, they probably have him as captain too. So doesn't really move the needle too much. Teddy with thirty four. What's what's going on, guys? Eighty eight meters gained. You can't get tackle breaks when you're not running the ball. So that's all I'm going to say. That's it. <laughs> He's going to lose a lot of money. He's going to be so cheap, and everyone's going to pick him up in the world come the back end of the year. <laughs> Walker with 32. Again, not too much happening. Got one try assist. Did all these normal stuff. Remember, he's, he's been scoring his big, big scores with ta- attacking stats. And if he sorry, if he doesn't have that, then he's, he's a lot lower in his scoring, unfortunately. But yeah, 32. We'll cop it and move on. Manu with 28. Most of, his, most of his points in tackles. I swear he ran the ball more than 32 metres, but maybe they're all just like four metre runs. <laughs> one... one uh, one offload there so yeah nothing too exciting for Manu 28 though you, I guess you can cop it but just hasn't been good enough and it's like him not playing 13 do it does he do we move him on I was, I was like he's someone that we just hold all year he averages in the 40s he's a 39 now so I'm surely he improves from there do we do we back the law of averages I think that's the question do we back it um near Corre with 25 yeah just doing okay still averaging 40 yeah Reba 21 hurts we spoke about him He's hopefully not a trade-out. Got to be keeping him. Sevo is 14 after a big score last week is what it is. Josh Morris is 13 is rare for a 38 average. And that's about it. Done start with negative one in four minutes. So good work to him. But there you go, guys. That's the two games for our Friday night. We are actually recording this right on the start of the yeah, Raiders and Knights game. So enjoy the next three for the week. And we'll uh, jump in there tomorrow and, and have a, a check out this video. Check out that video as well before we get into our Sunday games also. So good luck for the rest of the week, guys. We'll catch you in the next one. Have a good day. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Are you ready for truly hydrated skin? Meet Hyaluronic Body Serum, a breakthrough in body care from Osea. It's clinically proven to instantly increase hydration by 161%. Their lightweight, fast-absorbing serum delivers 24 hours of non-stop hydration for silky, smooth skin without the sticky afterfeel. Osea's latest innovation combines the magic of their best-selling Hyaluronic Sea Serum with a new formula that's good for the whole body and five types of hyaluronic acid to target every layer of the skin. Osea is a women-founded, women-led brand that's been crafting seaweed-powered products for nearly 30 years. The best part? Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. 
Treat your skin to clean vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER.